What is this place? I don't know. I'm scared. Oh my God. It's really run down, but looks somehow modern. What is that? It's coming right at us. Ah! You're very welcome to Cork, boy. It's Friday. It's good. It's the Good Friday Podcast. How are you, Jack? <laughs> can, I just, can I just start by letting everyone know that normally, we normally we, uh, I mean, this is a bit of a uh, behind the scenes. We normally record the intros as the last thing we do. And Darren conjures up something quite incredible and we just go with it. But that was completely the first thing we've just done. I hadn't heard what the intro was and I'm pretty fucking happy you just did that. I think that was class. Fair play to you. Where did that idea come from? Do you know what it was? And I, I suppose we're breaking the fourth wall a little bit here by talking about it. Um, actory term. I rolled out of the beds there at, at about 40 minutes ago. Now, just to give you a bit of context, this is about nine o'clock on a Monday morning that we're recording this. So like, start, to, start to break the illusion for anybody. But uh, that's where we're up to now. <laughs> it just is said, a Friday right now. Yeah, yeah. So this is as just to anybody who thought this might have been live. That's where, that's where we're up to. No, I rolled out of bed. I just started that and I said, "Fuck it, it'll do." That's all I said. So anybody from Cork, oh, that's, that's a lovely attitude for the podcast. <laughs> I just mean I the intro because I, I, I struggle to think of intros half the time. That's all I'm thinking of. When I supply you with a good idea, you decide to. Um, what do you do with it? You, you take that idea, scrumple it up, and spin it. See, it didn't very often, I suppose, to, to, like the, to like an apparition in the, in the sky, like the lunar eclipses. And very often you have a good idea for these things. But <laughs> that's an awful dig, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, he's going to sulk for the next five whatever. minutes. So I've got to keep whatever. talking. Uh, you're welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 22. 22. Do you realise as well, I'm not going to go on about it too much this time because the next episode will be the one to talk about it. But next episode will be one year since we started doing this jesus that's like that's some waste of that's, a year um, isn't it that's exactly what i was gonna say i think exactly <laughs> that i think my god i mean what how how in the lord's name is the year just flown by it's a good that's, question i mean is that that's pr- that's not bad going for one every other week to do 20 Two, well, 23. Well, I think, I think people now will take issue with the fact that we're doing it every other week. I'd say they'll probably say we're doing it every other month at this stage, like 23 episodes in the yeah. space of a year. <laughs> yeah, but we have excuses like COVID fucked us. We didn't do this on purpose. No, exactly. Plus, we're both full time working. We're not um, telling the tax man this is our full time job or anything like some people uh, exactly. who, who, who are somehow remaining lame. Nameless on this podcast still, but <laughs> we're managing. Um, so we just want to say, since we last came on as well, we now have our brand new sexy, sexy logo, which was done by Jack's girlfriend Meta. So a massive, massive shout out to her. You must have, uh, you must have thanked her on behalf of both of us, have you? Well, you put me in a bit of an awkward situation there. By, but when you go to my girlfriend, and then my girlfriend, you're, you're like the one sending the ideas. So I, 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 this is how it works for everyone that doesn't understand. Meda and I live together, yeah? So Darren is texting Meda about the logo when I'm texting Darren my ideas about the logo. But then Meda's asking me, oh, Darren's got a good idea. But then 
Darren's passed over my ideas to Meda. So it was all a bit like the ideas all merged together, but I could have just gone directly to Meta and spoken about the logo. I'm not really too sure why I didn't. I Here's mean, another thing just onto that as well. Here's another thing onto that that you're just missing out on as well. There's one key no, ingredient that should be in it that isn't in it, and it's the fact that you don't answer your phone half the time. Actually, no, that's a lie. I do. You don't? Not to you. to be fair i'm I'm fucking shit with answering my phone i i i I know that i know that and i mean (laughs) what what do you want me to say i'll leave you hot stuff hot stuff is that is that how is that what people say no it isn't you can't see my i turn my video off the zoom call but you can't see me scoping at the moment that's all that is (laughs) um so we'll we'll push on one the logo is sexy, and Darren has already turned it into mugs. If you don't follow us on Instagram, go over there and do that exact thing. Because, yeah, we are having mugs. I'm not really too sure why we never even have had a tea or a hot drink together. But anyway, yeah, Darren's money, that's what Darren does. I'm, I'm going to ring up the tax man and be like, Berlo money is being spent horrifically. <laughs> Someone sort this out. The tax man don't know about furlough over here. Um, a podcast <laughs> disclaimer, I'm not cheating the tax man. Uh, so yes we do as jack was uh for the first time ever in 22 episodes taking about 12 months to get there but you're now finally plugging these things fair play to you some progression yeah. uh, <laughs> we have ordered mugs they will be here i'd say by the time we put up the podcast we probably will have the, the mugs here uh they do have the logo on it and on the back they have it's friday it's good it's the good friday podcast and i just want to say to the people who my group of friends who thought that the saying at the start of every single episode and it's 22 episodes now and it's been going for 12 months who thought it was it's good it's friday it's the good friday podcast <laughs> like i was like they're obviously not listening they're just skipping past it or they're not listening at all i'm like the one person who thought that is the person who was our highest uh listenership all of the last 12 months the, our, our fucking our most loyal listener basically and he knows what i'm talking about and he was the person getting it wrong <laughs> so, so he needs to be eating his weetabix more often in the morning um, <laughs> oh yeah brain energy by brain energy right so we'll, <laughs> we'll kick on a bit so we haven't decided exactly how we're going to give out these mugs yet but we we will when they come as it was um uh, you'll probably conjure up some fucking random idea. It'll be like, uh, whoever could send us in a video of the most cows milked in 30 seconds, or whoever fucking decides to... Uh, whoever sends us the most tastefully done nudes will get them all. <laughs> <laughs> a month free to your OnlyFans, please. <laughs> yes, exactly. If you subscribe to our OnlyFans. <laughs> that's, that's the next level. Next year, we're going to have a Good Friday podcast. Now, we'll, we'll be on YouTube by the end of this next year. But then the year after that, we're going to be on Pornhub. And then the year after that, we're going to be on OnlyFans. Exactly. Do you see your man on OnlyFans? He's a, some lumberjacky fella and he's making fucking 60 grand a month just by taking his shirt off and he's no personality whatsoever. Oh, fuck me. 60 grand a month. 60 grand a month. Fucking hell, I charge my girlfriend 50p. I mean, that, that's fucking, that tells you the quality of what. What? You, cha- you charge her that money just so you'd send her a Polaroid or something, is it? <laughs> we have this joke that whenever we have sex, oh, I shouldn't probably say that on the podcast, but whenever we were, I, 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 now I've dug myself a hole. Whenever something happens, um, 
we charge each other 50p. I don't really know why that has any relevance or what that actually means. It just makes us each other feel a lot less, a lot more normal, I guess. I was about I to say... Any sense. I was about to say that you said pretty much everything else on this podcast, but like that, that yeah, probably yeah, takes yeah. it to I a do. new high, in fairness. You, you charge each other for <laughs> us to relax. That's... Jeez, I don't know what kind of... A, I don't know what sexuality that makes you at all. <laughs> I, I need a lawyer sitting next to me and telling me whether or not I'm going to incriminate myself or I just ruin my political career. Each time I fucking open my mouth. I didn't think cryptocurrency was a sexual orientation, to be quite honest. Um, so <laughs> we'll move on. So, right, before Jack says something that Meta won't forgive him for. Uh, <laughs> we'll, uh, we just want to go on there and say this is our first topic, which is the School of Hard Knocks. The University Ooh. of Life. Huh? Ooh. That's, that's, that's <laughs> gassing us up. I'm gassing us up. <laughs> keep the energy up exactly so we've both gone to college ourselves into university I mean in percentage <clears throat> I actually finished um, so <laughs> that's awful I'm sorry I'm sorry I had to, we just went there I had to say it but, um, <laughs> I finished I just don't use the degree it's just a waste of a degree I thought you didn't finish it right I take that back of so. course I finished what are you on about lord almighty my dad's Indian my nan is Indian you think they wouldn't let me finish a degree I would be I would it would be an honour killing I swear to god I've known you now for like maybe a year and a half well over a year and a half at this stage actually and I was just thinking like, my only thing that I knew about your college experience was that I thought that you dropped out to go run the restaurant no I finished that degree Oh, come on, man. You don't even know me. It's been a year and you don't even know me. I know enough. I know enough. I know yeah, too much. Probably, yeah, yeah it's concerning. <laughs> I know that you charge your girlfriend for sex, but at the same time, oh, I didn't know that you, you didn't drop, drop out. Oh, drop it. <laughs> you drop it. Whatever. <laughs> so, right. That's the topic we're talking about. We're talking about the University of Life, the School of Hard Knocks. And I suppose what we're saying about it is, like what benefit there is to not going to university and the stuff that you've learned since you come out of education that you couldn't have been taught while you were in it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, I'm out of university now two years in May. And uh, I would say that, well, in general, I've always said that the, the stuff that I've learned in education it's it's good, but it, it doesn't compare to the stuff that I've learned in out in the big bad world, like out in the big schmork. Do you know what I mean? Schmork. The big schmork. Do you know what I mean? Like, the, the, and I've, it's it's not just we'll say an actory thing or whatever. Like, I mean, it's in any walk of life because I've often known lads who've gone and done three or four years of a business degree or whatever, and not just business, but of like computer degrees of all this kind of stuff. And learning everything more or less out of books and through projects and things like that. And then when they go into the job that they get hired for, they're more or less learning everything again from scratch. Because what they've learned in the book isn't necessarily how you will do it in practice. Mm, I do see what you're saying. I I, I do get that. I I agree with that. I think it's quite easy to... um, It's quite easy to say like, if you're raised around a certain industry, like say like, you know, your dad was an actor per se and like, or you're like an English teacher or someone that, that had an interest in, in what you're doing now. 
then I think it kind of does rub off and then you don't need that kind of experience as such as what you kind of get when you yeah. go to university. Like talking back to like your friends who have gone to business school or done, say like an accountant, like learn everything about accountancy and then they've gone into the job and they just learn again. I mean, I think to some extent, if you're, if you're raised around that, you have that situation constantly, then you completely get that and then there's no need to kind of even, I mean, debate going to university per se. I mean, like obviously... I, I, what I've ended up doing is I've ended up going to university to study. I, I went to like a drama school for like three, two years. So I studied acting and then I went to a film school or a film university. And then I studied uh, film and TV for three years. And like film and TV, I honestly, I, I, I could literally have skipped those three years in, of university and like read half the shit online. Like I shit you not, there was so much stuff online. Like when you start spending time on the internet, like I think the internet is the most incredible thing sometimes. Like, and also it's so fucking dangerous, but like, the amount of stuff on the internet is just mind boggling. Like there was a, there was literally a website called no film school. It's called no film school. And I was at film school and I found this website and I shit you not every single fucking thing. Oh, that sounds like I'm slapping my balls. Every single thing <laughs> that I had, I was like learning in lectures was just on this website. And I was thinking, what was the fucking point? I've come out of university with 45,000 pounds of debt which is growing at like a 3%, whatever the fuck the inflation rate is, plus 1%. I mean, it's fucked how expensive all that stuff is. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean at the end of the day, would I, would I go university again for the experiences, like the social experiences? Fuck yeah. I, I mean, that, it was some of the best times like I've had in a long time, like down in Portsmouth, because I think it was that whole new thing of like moving away. It was like, you're going to university, first year doesn't count. I mean, that's the, the attitude everyone has in England. Like, let's get fucking pissed. Let's have a great time. I mean, like one pound pints, you know, like, two pound doubles i mean honestly like sometimes like that you're just like yeah it, it was like being on a lad's holiday for three years it really was i think it's a case as well that when you go to university in either country either ireland or england i think you're just you're mainly going for the experience of university for the experience of 110%. yeah and the and the actual independence of it and seeing how you cope with it and stuff it's your first mm real kind of step into adulthood i suppose going to university yeah if, if that's the the path you choose to take but you're not going because you're as you said yourself you're not going because you're going to learn everything and anything you're going to ever need in life mm -hmm. like there's an old joke as you were saying there just about like the the debts and stuff racking up there's an old joke um andrew ryan who's a is an irish comedian living in england he was saying that uh, his friend told him they used to pay 27 grand back to the government for a geography degree he said, I could buy a map down the fucking petrol station for three ninety nine. <laughs> he said, and it's just, it, obviously that's a bit of an extreme, but it does kind of mm -hmm. uh, put it in just as a, just as like, you know, if you say black, I say white kind of thing, and Occam's razor kind of view. We're not saying mm -hmm. don't ever bother going to university. We're just saying there's certain things that you can't learn there that you yeah, really yeah, learn yeah. in life. Like, you know, I mean, I'll tell you another example, just getting away from acting and stuff, right? Mm. I worked with a girl before. I'm not going to say where, but I worked with a girl in, a, in the hospitality industry that went and studied, like, uh, I think it was hospitality operations or bar management or something like that that she studied for three years in college, right? That kind of mm -hmm. stuff. And came out of it, and I swear to God, didn't know how to pull a pint at the end of it. Now, that to me, uh, the biggest waste of fucking time I've ever heard in my life. What the fuck were you doing yeah. for three years if you don't know how to pull a pint? Like? 
Uh, I, I do see what you're saying. I mean, the, the, the thing is, there's like some really strange courses being pulled up out of absolutely everywhere. Like, I mean, I know at the moment, I mean, you mentioned it before. I know you mentioned it on the slide, but about cryptocurrency, like there is yeah. like a cryptocurrency course you can study at MIT in America. And there's like, uh, there's obviously, as you said, there's hospitality courses here. I met one of my brother's friends. He is doing, um, he's, well, he's finished a real estate degree, like a, a, like a housing degree. And I, I don't get that. Like, I mean, actually, to some extent I do. But like, I mean, what are you going to become now? Like a glorified estate agent or what are you going to become a property investor? Like, I mean, I, I don't know why this is going to sound fucking horrible, but my uncle always used to turn around and tell me that that property agents were like the lowest level of scum that you can get, <laughs> them and car salesmen. And I'd always be like, why? And he would be like, because you don't need a degree. They just walk into the job and they always think they're better than everyone else. Yeah, that's yeah. a fucking horrible attitude to have. One day we will interview him because he is the most racist, sexist man I've ever met in my life. But besides the point but like i understand what he meant i don't obviously think that i mean if you have those jobs fair play to you but like if you're ripping me off for a car or a house then fuck yourself but like yeah. on that note like what is going to take away the point of you know people going to university for for certain jobs because I, I just want to pull you back up there on one behind you said right but cryptocurrencies of course on how exactly does that work like step one download the Bitcoin app. Step two, wait for Elon Musk to buy <laughs> shit loads of it. Step three, give me yeah. fucking 40,000 pounds. Yeah, literally. I know. I don't understand where they're putting these degrees out of. There's so many different degrees. It just doesn't make a lot of sense as such. No, I get what you're saying as well about like the housing degree stuff and things like that because that doesn't matter because surely like in our parents' day, like people were all walking into jobs without degrees, weren't they? Yeah, 110%. I mean, I, I always think of the example when you think about an accountant, like an accountant goes to university. I mean, so we both know Sarah. Sarah's literally just become an accountant. Yeah. And she spent on open universities, so that whole thing where you don't actually have to go to physical uni, you do it all online. That just, She spent something like eight years doing it. But I think when you go to university, you go have like a, a, a fixed course of five or six years. Imagine you, you spend that much time in university, have about 100K worth of debt, come out of that, go to, a univers- go to an accountancy firm and be like, hey, I want a job. They'll be like, yeah, well, we've never learned. We don't know who you are. We've never seen you before. You've got a degree, but here you can have an apprenticeship job. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, you start. No, I have a cousin of mine as well who's doing, a, who's doing his accountancy degree, but I don't think money or the debt of it will actually worry him because he won quite a substantial amount of money on the lotto a few years ago. But oh, <laughs> he's got to go absolutely apeshit when he hears that. Um, no, but you're dead right, though, in fairness as well. And there's just, I've always said this as well. There's often. You look at the people, we'll say, that you finished secondary school with. The people mm. who went to college or to university and the people who didn't. There's a difference, I would say, between them because it's not even just education-wise or anything, but just in, like, the, in the skills that you need to function in everyday life. Like, the people who didn't go to university, I would say, are arguably a little bit further along in that way of thinking, in their mindset, probably than somebody who went to college drinking the shit out of it for four years. Yeah, I, I think that's very true. I mean, I know I've got prime examples of friends that are literally haven't gone to university, haven't then obviously haven't had a lot of friends to hang around with. A lot of them, a lot of our friends had gone to university. So then when, when everyone's back, they're having the biggest piss ups in the world. But when no one's here, well, we're all pissing up at university during the week and at the weekend and yeah. not when, you know, not on holidays, they're obviously fucking grinding and hustling out. So, I, I, yeah, I do agree money, with that. Like, why we're fucking yeah. giving it away and spending it, like literally, literally, literally that they, they are paying their taxes, paying for us to go to university. Let them think of that. 
Yeah, that's, that's something they'll absolutely love to hold us over a barrel with. Yeah, exactly, exactly that, yeah. No, it was just, it was an interesting point that I was going to say, because, like, I've often looked at, like, lads, they might, um, we'll say, if you're out working, doing that, you're, like, used to doing the hard slog of getting up at seven or eight o'clock in the morning, going in and doing the nine to five, five days a week, putting in your 40 hours a week, and then, uh, you know, and you're used to that, you're used to the way the big bad world works, you're obviously not going to be a lot further along in your mindset than somebody who spent four years going to college and might have mm-hmm. one class a day for three hours or, or you know, that Literally. kind of thing. You know, Literally. but that, I, I completely agree. Yeah, and it's not that we're saying here, like, you know, that there's no benefit to university or whatever, but I would say that there's, there's benefits to not going as well. And it's, it's, it depends on, I suppose, what you want to do. Like when I was in uh, Sligo, there was a, a year there in the third year of Sligo the second semester, semester six, it was called. Um, How does that make any sense? Second semester, semester six. Second well, semester of the third idea. year. You're not listening to me at all. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you run a restaurant. You can't even do math. Um, <laughs> <laughs> fucking no, but that was basically a lot of self-directed learning. Like there was like you go out and work placements in different areas and things like that. And I went to things like I worked in a local radio station I got my diploma in speech and drama, so I was able to teach kids that. Um, I went and I worked with youth theatres and things like that, and there was a lot of that kind of stuff. And I'll tell you something, I got a lot more out of that than I did, I think, out of anything else over the four years in college. Because I was out, I was working, I was seeing how I could use my degree, how it could um, you know, make a kind of a career, how it could make a work in life for myself or anything like that. And I really, really enjoyed it. And I was just going to say to myself, I actually felt to an extent after being away from college and the college kind of schedule for that long, I nearly didn't want to go back in fourth year, to be honest. You know, and like, mm-hmm. I was like, I could keep going with this now. I could earn a good little living out of this. But I went back anyway and I finished it out. But I was just saying that there is benefits to just on the job learning with that you will not get yeah. from sitting in a classroom talking about it. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Yeah. So we'll leave that topic there anyway, uh, and we'll move on to our next one. So since the dawn of time, there has been sport. And since there there has been sport, there has been sport to bore the arse off us. And just like the (laughs) British give us imperialism, they give us soccer or football, if that's what you want to call it. Um, So... This topic is about something that, I don't know if you're familiar too much with this, Jack. Maybe you are from the Irish side. But a lot of Irish people, I would say the majority of Irish people who, who support soccer, will support British soccer clubs. Yeah. But when it comes to something like the World Cup, we hope that she go out in the first round. Yeah, I mean, uh, I could, uh, yeah, but that, that makes sense. Like, you're... I mean, okay, how about this? I, I, I really enjoy watching the German league. I don't know why I think football so much better than the English league. But I still don't want Germany to butt-fuck us in the, in, the, in, the, in the World Cup. That is, I've never heard anybody at all ever say anything like that at all. Seriously, what, you, support, you watch the Bundesliga because you think it's better than oh, the Premier League. Oh, it's fucking sick. I mean, no, no, I don't watch it like as if, like, oh my God, I think it's 10 times better. But as in, like, I watch all the highlights. Okay, first of all, let's clarify this. I don't actually watch a lot of football. I just watch bare highlights because, you know, I'm the kind of kid 
that you used to watch. I don't know if you ever used to watch them, but you know, like the highlight montages that you get on YouTube, you know, like yeah. of like Cristiano Ronaldo or like Neymar doing like mad skill and you'd be like, oh my God, this is fucking sick. Unbelievable like techers. I mean, yeah, I know. Yeah, literally. literally. And it'd be like <laughs> yeah, yeah. the sound of a hit marker when he's like scored a goal. Like, bum, 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 bum. Yeah. <laughs> the like, air yeah, horns oh, just oh, scored, oh. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, 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 I used to love watching those kind of videos. And so I, I, I like watching a lot of the, the highlights. But I think whenever you watch the Bundesliga highlights, it just looks fucking sick. And I do watch a lot of like the Premier League highlights and I do think it's cool. But mm. I, I do get why people follow British football. It is, it, the, the clubs are huge. I mean, we have the biggest, some of the biggest clubs in the world in this country. I mean, I, don't, I know one Irish club and I believe that's Shamrock Rovers, if that's even yeah. an Irish club. Yeah, yeah that's, that's about it. it. That's, that's all I know. Yeah, and I think well, you stumbled onto basically the point that I was going to make that I think a lot of Irish people support the British clubs. Yeah, a lot of it has to do with the way the British clubs are marketed to the world, that, like, you know, their fan Mm. bases are... Like, I'd often... If you look at, like, something like Man United television or Liverpool television, like the fan TVs, like or Arsenal fan TV, whatever, if you look at their pre-season tours, they go to places in, like, Southeast Asia and stuff like that. And the stadiums are packed to the rafters with like yeah. all these fans and stuff and they're all wearing the jerseys they've all bought all the gear and everything like that and I'm like that's how big their fan base actually stretches like I mean in America they show the British League rather than be showing the MLS you know mm. and mm. Like, you, like you mentioned there Shamrock Rovers I think a lot of Irish people support the, the British clubs not only because as I said the marketing but I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that the League of Ireland isn't exactly that great it isn't. The standard is a lot mm. lower and um, mainly because a lot of the players that play in them, you could probably, they're ma- lads that you could meet at the deli getting a, getting a chicken fillet roll or a breakfast roll <laughs> the following <laughs> morning kind of thing. Um, yeah, that's what you mean. They are athletes. I have to, just as a disclaimer, they are athletes and they do train. They are professional. <laughs> but just shitting on all professional athletes there. Good the one. only nice one. one. Of, no, but it's not that at all. But it's the, the one endorsement I've ever seen by a League of Ireland player was um, Raphael something and he was a fellow who played for Sligo Rovers and he was on the telly talking about this hair transplant clinic (laughs) 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 that's the only one I remember if anybody can tell me about that ad I'll actually try and pull it up or or have a look at it at some stage during the day Uh, but everybody will remember that if they remember but what I'm saying is a lot of these clubs that are set up they tend to be clubs I suppose that are either in big towns or cities and are local to the people living there. But it's mm. hard enough. Like, I'm in Tipperary here now, right? And I'm Tipperary, mm. like a lot of counties around Ireland, don't have a League of Ireland soccer club near them. They don't. You know, um, when I was in Sligo, all right, Sligo Rovers was the one that was there. And they're like, they have a very loyal following. It's obviously not massive or anything, but people are always following them. And if they get far into the domestic cups and things like that, they sell out the stadium and, and the town goes mental and all that. But it's not religiously followed by everybody in the same way that like, you know, even when I was in Sligo and I was working with the pubs, if Liverpool or Man United or somebody was playing, there'd be more people in the pub watching that then there would be going down week on week to watch yeah, Sligo yeah. Rovers or something, you know? Yeah, I get that. And particularly in Dublin, because a lot of these clubs are in Dublin now, like Shamrock Rovers, like Bohemians and St. Patrick's Athletic and things like that. They're all kind of local to specific areas in Dublin. Like Shamrock Rovers is in Tala, 
And like, you know, a, a lot of their fan base would be in around Tala. Do you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. that tends to be what it is. I mean, like I, I look at clubs like Man United. There's a shitload of Man United supporters down in London and particularly in Wembley where, where we're both affiliated with. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just, it's amazing. Now I will say that a lot of Irish people supporting these clubs will go with clubs with affiliations and Irish links kind of a thing. Like obviously Celtic is the big one that most Irish people will support for like for some unknown historical reasons, but (laughs) we won't, we've delved into that enough, but we'd say like Liverpool would be affiliated. There's a lot like Liverpool is um, full of Irish people and full of Irish descendants, descendants. Mm -hmm. Obviously, Jim, uh, big Jim Larkin, who was um, an Irish uh, patron, a big historical figure around the time that we were going for independence and work, look, going for workers' rights and stuff, was originally born and raised in Liverpool and then came over and to, okay. to, to, Irish, to Irish parents, obviously, like, but was born and raised in Liverpool. So I'm just saying there is affiliations throughout that. And like a lot of Irish people would have gone to Manchester um, looking for work like back in the 60s and things like that as well so it is clubs that like you know there would be Irish affiliations too so anybody supporting Chelsea will <laughs> it is, uh, is an absolute disgrace that's all I'll say uh, but what's your um, like who do you support? Ironically enough United <laughs> but you're born and raised in Watford this is the thing that's in my yeah, head I know I know you know what it was was my dad supported Arsenal and I I felt like the need to pick a club that was bigger than Arsenal and, and, and what I perceived to be better and instead of me picking the Yids down as Spurs I just decided to pick United I, I, I really don't know why but I've stuck with it ever since I had a little fangirl moment when Cristiano Ronaldo signed and I was a massive fan of him and then I, I just still kind of follow them very loosely. I mean, I, I, I do, I think obviously, you know, they're fucking sick. I mean, what, what more can you say? But um, yeah, I mean, I, now that I've moved out to Watford, no like, and, I, and that's, yeah, I mean, I still kind of follow Watford-ish. I've been to quite a few, I've been to a couple of games. Like I've been to a United game. I've been to um, Theatre of Dreams. I've been, I've, but then I've been to a lot of Watford games. I used to be a Watford season ticket holder, like two seasons. And anytime there's like a game on in Wembley Stadium, a lot of the times I go. So like I, I'm very, I just like I, I, I go to watch football. Like I don't really go to, I don't really follow a team as such. Although I did. So you started. So basically, I think what you're trying to say is circling around. Um, I'm not going to get that you beat around the bush anymore. We'll just get straight to the point. You started supporting mm-hmm. Watford because of Elton John, basically. Uh, yeah, I, I am a Ted. <laughs> no, that's great. No, I know what you mean. Like. Uh, just you were talking about going to games there and stuff there is a load of Irish companies like Celtic Tours and like the Paddy Wagon Tours and things like that that will organise like a group of Irish lads like 15, 20 Irish lads to go over to a match in Old Trafford or in Anfield or the Emirates Stadium or something like that and make a weekend out of it and then like you can go over on a Friday night or a Saturday morning and you can be back like that yeah that was a big thing the match was on on a Saturday evening, you could go over at like eight o'clock that Saturday morning on the uh, on a plane mm. or a boat or something like that, and be there and be back on the Sunday morning, like and be back at work on the Monday. And it wasn't that expensive or something as well because there was a group of you going. And like back around yeah, the time yeah. before the recession kicked in, obviously loads and I mean loads of people were doing. It. There was lads going to England every weekend doing that kind of thing, like 
you know. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 do, I do remember you saying to me, yeah, before. Even my, my uncle's a massive, um, massive Liverpool fan, and he's come over a couple of times just for it. Yeah, I remember you telling me about him, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know why you can't stay in your own country. You've got to come over to the great, great British Isles. But you don't even support the fucking British. We, we've established at the start that, like, you support the Germans, which I think is worse than Irish people <laughs> going over to Britain. <laughs> you know, yeah, but that I, is I considerably exactly, worse. I haven't exactly gone there. I haven't exactly gone to go watch the football yet. I have been to um, to see PSG play live at the, at the um, Parks, is it Prince the Parks? Parks of Prince? And then I've been to see Barcelona at the New Camp. I mean, I, am I was pretty, in the New Camp uh, myself, yeah. Oh, were you? Were you? Yeah, yeah right. we were in... Spe- like, I mean, I was 10 Fuck at off. the time. I didn't really have what? a... Oh, <laughs> I, was at, I was about 10 at the time. I didn't really have a, too much of an idea as to what was going on, to be quite honest. But um, no, I was. I was there. We were on a holiday in Spain, in Salou. And then we went... I was part of the tour. There was a, a tour of the of the, the new camp as well, like, you know, and it was great. It was great. And we were down to the gift shop and everything like that. It's some setup, all right, in fairness. Anyway. Oh, it's mad. Look, we'll, we'll move on from that anyway. If you have your opinions on all that stuff, do send us in, get in contact with us with a DM on Instagram or on the Facebook page or at goodfridaypodcast69 at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Now, to our final topic today. And this was something that a friend of mine actually said to me um, during the week as well, is that if you notice with Arstagram, as we're now calling it, if you look like particularly, and I don't know whether this is a gender thing or what, but when women are looking at Instagrams, a lot of what they're doing is looking at other women's Instagrams. I mean, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? I I mean, when lads are looking at Instagrams, they're looking at women's Instagrams, obviously, as well. But they're not looking at Instagrams of male models or whatever. You know, they don't give a mm-hmm. shit like about that. But women are looking at other women. And I'm like, it's not like a, a sexual thing or anything like that, but they're looking at them and comparing themselves to be like, oh God, that looks great on her. Oh, she's absolutely beautiful. Like, oh God, I, you know, I'd love to look like that kind of a thing. And just the comparing going on, not really thinking of the practical sense that whatever photo you just saw took about a half an hour to take because they probably took about a hundred photos and then just picked the best one. Yes. It's a, it's a, it's a weirdly toxic thing. Like I, 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 this is the thing. Everyone's on Instagram, like fucking everyone. Like I, I didn't realize even like yesterday I was discussing it with my girlfriend, like my girlfriend's mum and her dad are on Instagram. Like, my, my parents aren't on Instagram, but like it, everyone's on it. And I don't think anyone out, goes out of their way to post a bad photo. No. Like some, if, if someone's posing a bad photo, they have an ulterior motive. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. My, my girlfriend and I discussed this yesterday because, I mean, oh, guys, if, if you feel ever so obliged to follow my private Instagram, by all means you do. But like my Instagram, I've got some, I've got some interesting photos that my girlfriend was saying to me, are you not embarrassed by them or do you not think it's cringy?" And I was, I literally was thinking to myself, I, I, I just don't give a shit. Like, not, obviously not. These are the ones of you pulling faces, are they? Yeah. Have you seen yeah. them? Do you know, yeah. do you know the ones I'm on about? Like, I used to pull some dumb faces. Like, oh, I'd make it look like I've got like seven chins. I used to post pictures of like my bacon sandwiches, which I stick by were some of the best bacon sandwiches you ever seen. Yeah, nothing wrong with and, that. And like, you know, exactly. That's what I mean. But like, I mean, obviously now I don't do that. I don't take those shitty photos. You know, I, 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 I never post a picture of my food. I mean, I do that on Strava now, which is a bit of a weird one to even talk no, about. No, you but like, don't. But I, I mean, I, in fairness, you have to do it every day for, for Blue Check. Like. 
Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. So I, I, I don't know. I think Instagram is is weirdly toxic, but yeah, it's so it's so like it's in a, such a world of its own. It really is. It is, and I just I don't think maybe the generation coming up under us, I think, are are going to understand enough about it. I think because obviously they haven't lived in a world without it, without social media. Do you know? I mean, we were fortunate enough to know that, like, we'll say. Social media has only really blown up in the last like 10, 11 years, you know. And okay, um, you make it sound well old. What are you trying to do? No, no. But what I mean is that like we understand the the world without it. We'll say we grew up in a world where like people weren't looking at their phones every fucking two minutes. We grew up in a world yeah. where it wasn't like you know if you saw every every second thing that you saw you had to take a photo of and send to your friend that world didn't exist yeah, that's true. growing up like you know yeah yeah i get i, I get that i get that we, we were in a world we'll say where if you had to have an old sneer or an old laugh at somebody behind our back you had to go up to the pub or you had to go to mass on a sunday to do it like now you can turn <laughs> on your phone and do it you know yeah it, it is yeah scary it is it's Very mad I, like i just I'd say to, it's not a thing, like I can see a fellow on Instagram and he can have a six pack and whatever and we'll get on to the take and handy thing in a second but the, I can see a lad there with a six pack and like, you know, he can be laddered in baby oil and, baby oil and everything and I just think, that fair play to him. And I, it doesn't make me want to then go out and do that. Like, but No, I do, I do get that. You, but have you been looking at my Instagram? Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, yeah, completely. You covered in baby oil. Yeah, that photo Thank has you, been mysteriously yeah. put onto your private account. But, yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the one you're charging Meta 50p for. But, um, <laughs> no, no, but what I mean is that like, a woman can look at uh, a photo of some influencer that's been filtered to fuck airbrushed or whatever and then thrown up on instagram and be like oh my god she's beautiful i'd love to look like that i'm like yeah she, she doesn't even look like that you know yeah, I, I do see what you're saying yeah 100 you know and i don't know and like i just say to women like you know not in a fitness way or anything but do take it handy you know relax there a bit pull the brakes on but that's what i would say just I, I, it's just a mad situation i think it's only going to get worse from here as well you know yeah, I mean, I do kind of want to deviate. There are some good things about it. Obviously, I know, Darren, you obviously, I do, do you know the for a fact that we both have access to the, the Good Friday podcast in Scrap? You know that, don't you? I'm well aware of it. You are well aware of it, and you're well aware of the fact that I can see all the DMs and all that jazz as well, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, nothing you want to share now before I completely out you? Not that I can think of, No. No, not the fact that, you know, there's, there is various, various people of various sexes messaging us on, on Instagram quite frequently. Darren. Yeah, but I mean, I'm not fucking sending them dick pics or anything like. Well, I'm just waiting for the moment. I'm going to start, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to start getting involved in your conversations on there and start turning around and, you know, giving a wee bit of daddy talk <laughs> and seeing how far I can really take this. People won't even know if they're talking to you or me. Oh my God, they won't. Oh no, my they God. don't. They don't. They don't have now. a clue who they're Holy talking to. Yeah. Shit. Holy shit. But no, okay. I, won't I have posed as you talking to somebody before, I think. Are you fucking kidding me? I think I put, I wrote a message and at the end of it, I think I put the English fella signed off on it as that. You are one elephant. Why, why would you do that? People, people already think I'm a dickhead. It doesn't really to help. To be the fair, the person I sent to, the per- person I sent that to, I sent to a person I already knew anyway. 
You know. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> we better move on from this topic before I say something that just ends the podcast before we get to the year. <laughs> so we'll move on then, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, just a quick update on our Take It Handy fitness plan. Hashtag Take It Handy. So it's about three weeks since we were last up with episode 21, and I can reveal the big news. I've now officially lost two stone. Oh, fuck. Yeah. The opposite of pregnancy, that is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Two stone in about, what, seven, seven weeks? Um, I don't know if that's exactly taking... I don't know if exactly if that is taking it handy, but it's worked anyway, the Take It Handy fitness plan. Um, yeah, I weighed myself there last Friday, and um, I just I, w- I was shocked, I think, to be honest with you, when I saw it, but I did get a, a moment of elation, like, you know, and I, I nearly pissed myself with excitement when I saw it. <laughs> uh, do you know what it is? And I slow, and it all is like, I, I, you might think like it's a joke when I say take it handy, but it is all just easing yourself into it. Like I've taken up running recent, recently. And like, I, oh I wouldn't Lord. have run more than five minutes over the last five years. Never mind, like, mm-hmm. you know, and now all of a sudden I'm running, we'll say nearly, well, it would say about 3K a day kind of a thing. Do you know what I mean? Fair play to you. My so God, you bad. are really, yeah. I mean, I'm not going like more far pace. Like, you know, I mean, I'm taking it, I'm taking it handy, as they say. <laughs> I, you know, but I am, I'm, I'm just, it's all pacing myself, all practicing on the breeding and everything like that. And all I'd say to anybody considering losing weight and saying like, oh, when will I do it? When will I do it? There's no right time to do it. Like, to me, as I said to you before, Jack, this is all yo-yo dieting for years. That's what I was on. Mm. And Mm -hmm. it's only until the switch goes off in your head that says, right, I'm fucking doing this and I'm getting it out of my fucking system now. I'm going at it. And it's only when you get to that point that you're actually going to fucking make proper changes in your life. If you're going in for a couple yeah. of weeks to do a diet, you'll lose weight, but you won't maintain it. It's when the switch goes off that says, right, I'm changing the way I live. I'm changing my lifestyle now that you're able to finally shift it away and everything like that. And that's fine. Like, I will say that there's a lot of my clothes going to be going to the St. Vincent de Paul shop <laughs> in the next few weeks. The cha- all the charity shops are going to benefit from it because half of them don't fucking fit me anymore. Um, so that's a great sign. You're going to have to take me shopping now. Do you know that? <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Fair play to you. Yeah, I discovered, the, the big thing this week, I discovered, and I'm, I'm telling you, if there's a shower worse than the black and tans, it's that shower that created burpees. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I do completely agree with that, yeah. Not that I do many of them, hell. but I do completely agree with that. <laughs> it's mad. You're fully... We were talking about Instagram influencers. You're fully going to turn into an influencer soon. You're going to have a take a handy fitness plan. You're going to have everything. You're going to be turning around and tweeting people about how to drink their detox teas so they can shit I sent a photo to a friend of mine the other day, messing like I went like, um, hashtag new haircut. And it was just a photo of me just bending over. <laughs> just sending that. <laughs> <laughs> But that's what it's going to, that's what they all do anyway. But like, no, I'm not going to go down that route anyway. Uh, you can save the oh, baby no, well, oil for another while. Yeah, exactly, exactly that. I will say, like, you know, I, I've lost the two stone now that the, the casting agent famously told me to lose when I, when I was talking to her last. But um, 
I want to kind of lose another stone and a half anyway, just to kind of make myself mm. firmer and a bit tighter, I suppose. Um, I will say that like those BMI calculators to anybody who's kind of following those religiously, don't get too hung up on that because I followed my BMI and according to my height, my age and my, and my weight, my BMI tells me that I apparently my ideal weight is 13 and a half stone. Now, to be quite honest with you, that is me walking around like a sweeping brush handle. There's no need for that. Like, <laughs> there isn't though. Like, I mean, no, like, no, no. I, I, I do agree. I do agree. I, I, mine yeah. was telling me I was morbidly obese when I'm, I'm morbidly sexy. So yeah, <laughs> there, there are issues there. Yes. Yeah, so that's what we're campaigning for now. Like, we're going to try and get the BMI changed to a category of morbidly sexy at the end of it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> So that is, send us all in your, your fitness journeys yourselves as well, lads, and just let us know how you're getting on. I will update you as I'm going, and I'm going to try and get down to that lean, mean 217, solid steel and sex appeal, but hopefully by in the next few months. Uh, and then I'll be taking loads of Instagram photos with my arse sticking out. So <laughs> I cannot wait for those. That's the only reason why I do this podcast. It's been Absolutely. a year in the making. You're playing the year in the making. Exactly that. This is the hardest grind I've ever been involved with. (laughs) So we move on, ladies and gentlemen, now to Step Out for Belts and Legend of the Week. So Step Out for Belts and Legend of the Week. And I'll tell you, I actually have a bit of a problem with this because I don't, I have a topic, but I don't know if I should put it into the category of Legend of the Week or Step Out for Belts because I'm only hearing this very recently and I don't know what truth there is to it yet. So in okay. Ireland at the moment, obviously, with the hospitality industry being fucked as it is everywhere, well, yeah. uh, they're considering extending the opening hours for the pubs and nightclubs. Okay, go on. By, by, by I, you're much? intrigued. Yeah, I'll give you more. So they're also getting rid of the they're hoping to get rid of some of the fees for the nightclubs and the pubs as well that they have to pay on certain parts of the license and things like that but yeah yeah they're saying that in certain places like as long one td was on like a td which is a member of parliament over here chuck the dollar um they're saying that in areas where nightclubs don't cause disturbances to the neighbors that they should be allowed to set their own closing time that's fucking nuts. If that actually happens, that would be fucking nuts. Yeah, this is nightclubs in the middle said, of absolutely nowhere would be having twenty-four hour fucking raids. That would be is, honestly, he said that this is the way that he said it was that uh, if they're not causing any disturbances, he can't understand why in a place like Dublin that nightclubs wouldn't be allowed to be closed at something like five or six o'clock in the morning. Fuck! Imagine the fucking scene. That would that, that would, would honestly though that would be, be such a boost. It would. I, I don't know how long that would last afterwards, but I would say that like, it, you'd definitely get another like 12 months, two years out of it, I would say. Oh, yeah. Everybody oh, would man. make their money back, probably. But um, yeah. it would be, it's going to be a fucking nightmare to work in, though. That's <laughs> Just think of a mining. Oh, yeah. Imagine Hopefully I won't be in hospitality like long enough to see it. But like, literally, um, literally, yeah. Yeah, hopefully I'll be on the right side of the bar at that stage. But uh, it's just... <laughs> I don't know whether, because obviously we don't know if it's going to happen yet. We've been promised like things over here like that and things like an extra bank holiday as well to, to reward people for um, sticking to restrictions and things like that. So I don't, but that hasn't surfaced yet. 
So I don't know whether to stick this into Step Out for Belts or into Legend of the Week yet. What do you think? I think start with Legend of the Week, and then if it doesn't happen, it's going in Step Out for Belts. Fair enough. Fair enough. Let us know your opinions on that as well, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> so... Let us know your opinions on it. It's just going to be, I'm, I'm laughing because there's going to be like 50 messages coming in, which is going to be like, that'd be fucking class, lad. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Jaeger <laughs> bombs at fucking half five in the morning just before they go up and get their breakfasts. Uh, <laughs> right. So that was episode 22, ladies and gentlemen, of the Good Friday podcast. Next year, we're one year old, Jack. You know. Jesus. Yeah, I'm telling you. What do you get somebody for your first anniversary? For your first anniversary? I I, I don't know. Are you meant to get someone something? I don't know. I'm just thinking like wedding things. Like, I mean, isn't it something like for 15 years you're supposed to get China for... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give you a kiss. How about a kiss? I'll give you a kiss. Over Zoom. Okay, yeah, all right. I can deal with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. We'll deal with that. So my name is Darren Jenkins. And I've been Jack Johal. That was Friday. And that was good. That was the Good Friday Podcast. Adios. Bye-bye.